I'd like to ask you to open your hymnals to hymn number 347. And while you're doing that, a quick announcement here. There will be a test today. It doesn't say what class it will be in. The test will be for both instructors and students. In fact, in every walk of life, there is a test every day by things that go our way and by things that don't go our way. Satan is hoping that all these tests and trials will get us to give up on God. God wants to use these tests as learning tools to strengthen us. In all the tests of life, our greatest treasure will be Jesus. Let's sing the first two stanzas. From Romans 8, who will bring an accusation against God's elect? God is the one who justifies. Who is the one who condemns? Christ Jesus, who died and more than that was raised to life, is the one who is at God's right hand and who is also interceding for us. What will separate us from the love of Christ? Will trouble, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword? In Jesus' name, dear fellow students of Christ, the scene is a courtroom. The witness is on the bench. The witness is on the stand. The judge is on the bench. The attorney is bearing down on the witness. 
Are you sure? It was my client that you saw leaving the scene of the crime. Aren't you just saying that because you don't like my client? I have witnesses who are prepared to swear that you hated my client. Isn't it true that you actually were not approaching the scene at all? But you yourself were leaving the scene. And then piece by piece, the attorney brings forward the evidence to show that the witness had much to gain from the crime, had the motive, the means, and the opportunity to commit the crime until the witness finally sits speechless, no longer able to open his mouth without saying something that could be used against him in a court of law. Hopefully, we will find all the lesser trials of this life to be learning experiences, and our faith will be strengthened in him who brings us through them all. But there is one last test coming that will make all the others look like five-minute pop quizzes. On the last day, the test will not be a learning tool, but a decider of life and death. And who will be the attorney bearing down on us? In Revelation 12, the great dragon, that ancient serpent called the devil or Satan, who leads the whole world astray, is the accuser of our brothers. He accuses them before our God day and night. He will not be fooled by our denials. He will shoot holes in our alibis. He will have no mercy. He will know things that we have hidden from everybody. And he will not shrink from using it all against us in the court of God. He knows of those times that we responded to trouble or hardship by striking out at those who were closest to us. He knows about those times that we yielded before people who might think that our faith was too goody-goody. He knows how easily our stomach distracted us with thoughts of some snack right after chapel so that we failed to hear our best friend calling to us. He knows how we let the cold or sometimes the heat, or someone walking by outside the window. We let them keep us from making use of an opportunity to know that friend better. Enter Jesus Christ, truest friend to me. Because God did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, not only can we survive that last trial, but we can even defy the accuser. Who will bring any accusation 
against those whom God has chosen. Satan cannot even call in our debts, for God has chosen us, plucked us out of his grasp. Satan, I defy thee. Death, I now decry thee. Fear, I bid thee cease. This is no jury trial, because all our peers are likewise under indictment. It is God, the judge, who declares us not guilty in connection with Christ. The prosecutor can only growl and grumble. Every charge that Satan can bring has already been laid upon Christ, who paid for it so completely with his death that nothing was left to hold him in death another minute. The accuser has been thrown down. Satan may accuse, but the one who speaks up for us is sitting at the right hand of God with all power in heaven and earth. Might he hold it against us that our sins cost him so much suffering? No, he loves us and even intercedes for us. And what can sour his love for us? Can all the difficulties and hardships and persecutions and famines, nakedness, danger, life-threatening sword, all the troubles in this world sour his love? World, thou shalt not harm me, nor thy threats alarm me, while I sing of peace. No, in all these things, we are completely victorious through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powerful forces, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. God's great power guards every hour. Earth and all its depths adore him, silent bow before him, and so do we with stanza three.